My name is Ashley Leeds and I'm known as the 15 minute guy today and I advocate doing 50 minutes a day on LinkedIn. I wish I'd have been a self-employed donkey's years ago, but hey, that doesn't matter. I'm doing it now and I am living that dream. And I think I think the first thing we need to do is we need to understand what LinkedIn is. It's like a big network. And if you behave in the best in, in the best way for that, the rewards are endless, absolutely endless. Welcome to the Case Broadcast, brought to you by the team at Case Mastermind, where you can be part of a mastermind group. For more information, visit our website, casemastermind.co.uk. So hello everybody and welcome to the Case Broadcast once again. And it's hello from me, Patrick Twitchett, the Simplifier, and... And it's a very big hello from me. It's Melvin Manning, who always puts business back into business. And it's hello to our guest today. Good good morning. Um, how the devil are you? Yeah, my name is Ashley. It's great to meet you guys. I'm loving the hats. Absolutely loving those hats. I wish I'd had that memo. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Did you, did you forget to send it again, Patrick? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's. We don't require anyone to wear hats. It's all right. It's only us. It's only us. So anyway, so uh, as we usually crack on with the case broadcast, I'll remind all of our listeners to listen out, listen up, and listen in. I'm sure you admire that great catchphrase there, Ashley. Uh, a lot of thought went into that. So um, it's our guest today, Ashley Leeds, who is a LinkedIn trainer. So we'd like Ashley to start us off by just briefly introducing himself in less than a minute. So a bit of a Nicholas Parsons, just a minute, if you're old enough to remember, and just tell us who you are and what you do, please. Okay, no worries. Uh, so my name is Ashley Leeds, and I'm known as the 15-minute guy. Um, and that's because I, I run a training course that is just 50 minutes a day. And I advocate doing 50 minutes a day on LinkedIn. Um, so that, that's what I do. But I, I, I trained as a chef. I went into sales because, so that my wife could be a stay-at-home mum. And, and for the last 30 years, I've been working with all kinds of different people um, selling stuff. And uh, more recently, 15 years working with accountants and helping them to grow their business. So I I've, I've, coach accountants, um, but I set my business up 12 months ago. And because of a, uh, a little clause in my contract, I wasn't allowed to coach. So I'm now doing LinkedIn. And the doors that it has opened up have absolutely been amazing. And I am having a blast. I wish I'd have been on a self-employed donkey's years ago. But hey, that doesn't matter. I'm doing it now. And I am living that dream. Excellent, excellent. That's an excellent introduction there, Ashley. Thank you very much. And that's all our entrepreneurs listening in. That's why we do all this sort of stuff because we want to have that little bit of extra freedom, don't we? Absolutely. So good. So good. So our listeners want to get the business world to know who they are and, and what they do. So um, LinkedIn is a fantastic social media platform to, to help them on their way. So, Ashley, please guide us through for, from, from beginning to uh, full-blown LinkedIn marketer. Where, where do people need to start out and what do they need to do? And I, I, think, I think the first thing we need to do is we need to understand what LinkedIn is. Okay. 
And the, 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 the thing is with LinkedIn, it's like a big network. Okay. So think of things like BNI or, or, or even what you're doing. You're creating a network of people. Okay. Yeah. That's what LinkedIn is. It's not somewhere to go and sell our wares. It's not somewhere to get a job. It's not somewhere to market the, you know, the, the, the heck out of everything. It is a proper network. And if you behave in the best in, in the best way for that, the rewards are endless, absolutely endless. I would not be on here today talking about what I do if I was putting stuff out saying, buy this, buy that, buy that. I'm out there connecting with people, making friends. I'm making deep relationships with people because of the activity that I do on LinkedIn. So think about the last time you went to a breakfast meeting. You walked into a room, you said hello, and so, so there's the three of us here now. Hi, Patrick, how are you? Oh, I like your hat. What's the hat for? We start having a conversation. Yeah. And then Mel meet Melvin. Melvin, my great friend. You've got a hat as well. What's with the hats, guys? And we start that conversation. And then Melvin might say something. And then Patrick might say something. Yeah. Why can't we do that on LinkedIn? And we can. Because what happens is, is I create a post. Melvin comes on and goes, oh, that's incredible, Ashley. Or I, I don't agree with you, Ashley, or whatever. And Melvin and I have a little chat. Then Patrick comes in and he has a little chat as well. And it's exactly the same on LinkedIn. But we forget or don't think how it works. And if we use LinkedIn like that, it just is absolutely incredible. Excellent. Excellent. So how how would someone who's um, starting out... Um, start to build things because we need we need an essence of a, a following or connections don't we because um our reach and i know you know people get these twenty thousand followers and all this and and as the saying goes it's quite vanity metrics because actually if you've got 300 people who are absolute fans of you and, and love what you do that's much more effective than 50 million people that are just sort of vaguely interested in the kind of glasses you wear or your sense of humor. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and this is the thing, right? If you, we, we, we're going to talk about TV a little later on, I'm sure. Um, but when was the last time you watched something on TV? Okay. And you then wrote to the BBC or ITV or Netflix or whatever and said, thank you very much for that program. It was absolutely brilliant. And then you wrote to the actor and said, your part that you played was absolutely fantastic. And then you wrote to the director and said, my goodness, the way you got everybody to move on screen. And then the, the cleaner, the, the sets were perfectly clean. We don't do any of that. We just consume it. Yeah. Yes. And the whole idea of LinkedIn is we start putting a little bit of ourselves out there and we don't need to connect with everybody. Yeah. The BBC isn't connected to all of us. It knows a few people. It knows a few producers. It knows a few marketers and things like that. And that's exactly what we've got to do in our business um, and make sure that we're connected to the right people. So, yeah, vanity metrics, throw them out the window. It's it's quality over quantity. And when we talk about this in business all the time, whatever we do, but definitely the quality is what you want to be doing. So um, don't accept every connection request. Don't put out loads of uh, willy nilly connection requests without asking for a, uh, you know, without sending a little message first. Be, pro uh, you know, proactive in what you're doing. And, and really put some thought into it. It's like, you're not going to go to every single breakfast meeting in your local area. You're going to go to the nice ones, the ones that work for you. Yeah. And, and it's exactly the same thing with LinkedIn. Yes. Yeah, sure. So for, 
for our for our listeners, um, what what are the some tips for them to get started on the platform? Well, top top tips. Um, like I said, fifty minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I run my training course for a whole week. And it's 15 minutes a day. And the reason I say 15 minutes a day is because we can actually do that. We can get into a habit and we can do 15 minutes a day. And, and, and my, my, my idea is, is once they finish the workshop, the next week they book out another 15 minutes every day and keep doing it. Yeah. Yes. So if you go into LinkedIn with purpose, yeah, and do 15 minutes a day, in a year, you would have done 65 hours of marketing on your business, on your brand, on you, on letting people know what you do. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you're not going to sit down today and think, all right, how am I going to do 65 hours? Yeah. It's, it's a mountain, but each climb of a mountain starts with one step and it's just 15 minutes a day. And that's all you need to do. If you do it with purpose. And I I talk to these people, I go, Oh, what about this? And what about that? But if you go in and do something with purpose, you get it done. And the other thing I, 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 with the 15 minutes is if you want to book a call with me i'm i'm open to having calls and chats with people but you can only book 15 minutes in my diary because in 15 minutes we're going to get a lot more done than we will do in an hour because we're focused um this is using parkinson's law i don't know if you if you know parkinson's law but it it, what it does it you will fit the task to the time that you've allotted yeah so if you turn around and go, right, I've only got 15 minutes to do whatever it is today. And we're talking about LinkedIn. So yeah, LinkedIn, you will make sure that you do A, B, C, and D. You're not going to worry about F, G, H, and K and all the others. You're just going to do the, the things that really count. And that's that's the key to what you should be doing on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. And Melvin operates the Parkinson's principle because he's always telling me to do the podcast in 15 minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do half an hour a day myself, every day, sometimes even at weekends. I've had immense success working with LinkedIn. But obviously, you know, you say it's not a recruiting tool, it's not so any other, but you'll find that most recruiters will use LinkedIn for their candidate recruitment because obviously it's a business and they're obviously selling up their services in order to get the candidate on board. I've done that as well, did that for, 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 for some years. Um, but the thing is, is that at the end of the day, it is a very, very, very useful mechanism. And people, in my opinion, and I'm sure, you know, this is something that you, you will train. Because, I mean, I couldn't train what I do because I just do what I do because I just do it. <laughs> um, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't put a, a, a whole methodology to it like you can explain it, actually. But the fact of the matter is, is that you know, if you can get into that routine, you know, whether it's 15 minutes a day or whatever a day, you know, it, it will work for you. I mean, I, I can confidently say it will work for you as in support of what you do, actually, because if it's taught correctly, it's terrific. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I, I'm so confident that I actually give a money back guarantee, Melvin. So, you know, yeah. because because if we do something regularly, um, I, I haven't actually seen the film yet, but there's a film out um, all about the Williams sisters and their tennis. Yes. And, and, oh, and, yes. The, and the father just, the father. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He, you know, he, he, he drove those girls. Yeah. yeah. Um, we could all be like the Williams sisters, but we're too busy having fun and doing other things. And yeah. it's just that determination. And, yeah. and, and, and it you, is, you can go back in time, the Osmond family, the Jackson five, when, you know, when, you know, in, in their heydays, 
you know, the fathers were the influencers in, 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 in all of these cases, like the Williams sisters. But you know, we just have to be a little bit more focused, I think is the word. So you've got this amazing platform, which you've obviously trained from. You've got this money back guarantee offering, which is terrific. So how do people employ your wisdom? Uh, so, well, the first the first thing is to um, just get in touch, connect with me on LinkedIn and just follow what I do, because I, I, I put out loads of different things um, all about positivity and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I do initially is I will do a free review of your profile. Yeah. And what I do there is I actually look at your profile and um, <laughs> I don't want to say I pick it to bits. But what I do is I point out the bits that you could improve, um, because if you optimize your profile and th these are the key things that we should be doing is um your headline needs to be good your photo needs to be you today yeah how many people do you know going a little bit gray around the temples but on their photo on linkedin they've got a full head of black hair yeah and yeah, this yeah. is the 20 thing. year old shots yeah yeah, yeah. And this is the this is this is the first thing your photo is is you um, I'm going to I'm going to share my I've got some slides here. And I know it's not going to work on a podcast, but the the, the thing is, is um, people buy from people who they know, like and trust. So let me just share my screen a second. And, yeah. and these these are these are taken from slides from my training. And, and I rattle on about this, um, this quote all the time. Yeah, you are not going to go and buy a VW because the VW brand is brilliant and you get in there and the salesperson is a Muppet. Yeah. You're going to buy that vehicle from that person because you know them, you like them and they trust them. And the chances are, if they move to BMW, your next car will be a BMW. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. People don't buy the brand. They buy the person. They buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And the whole idea of LinkedIn is to build that know, like, and trust. And so the, the photos, okay, you'll get 21% more views if you've got a decent photo. And I've got four photos on the screen now, okay? So the first photo, this is for those just listening to the podcast, the first photo is the default that you get with LinkedIn. So there's no photo. The second photo is a, it's called a Bitmoji. So basically it's a cartoon representation of my smiley face, yeah? The third one is a photo of me at a party. Um, I was singing, I wasn't drunk, but you can see I'm at a party and there's loads of other people around me. And the fourth one is my brand image. It's me, it's smiling. I'm looking at the camera and what I've done is I've put a yellow uh, background around me. And the reason for that is when you see my image on LinkedIn, it's instantly recognizable, yeah? It's a purposeful photo and I'm looking at you because people buy from people who they know, like, and trust. And the first yeah. thing we do is we look at people and do we know, like, and trust them? And if I'm staring off in another direction, I'm not looking you in the eye. So that is key. You've got to be looking at the camera. A smile is just, just makes everybody feel so much warmer. Yeah. So smile. All right. None of these friends where you're not showing your teeth have a proper proper smile and really really mean it because people will see your photo and 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 you know they will warm to it now here's the thing not everybody is going to look at that photo and think oh what a nice guy and that is absolutely fine because if they don't find that i'm a nice guy 
I don't really want to work with them, do I? And that's the other thing with LinkedIn. You've got to make sure that that you're happy to repel people as well as attract people. So that's the key thing, guys, is make sure that you've got a decent photo uh, on your profile. And before that slide moves away, Ashley, yeah. that, that slide that you just had there. Yes. Um, in number three. Is that, is that Michael Caine standing behind you? Absolutely is. How did you notice that? <laughs> well, actually, that is a, a dear friend of mine, Rex, and he used to come to all of my gigs. Um, and he well in well in his eighties. Uh, so really lovely chap. But no, it's not Michael Caine. <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know, Patrick. Not yes. a lot of people know that. <laughs> so, this next slide. Um, really illustrates the point of having a decent photo. Okay, so the whole idea of your photo, you need to fill up 60% of the screen because on this next slide, this is the bit that everybody sees when mm. when you when you're when you're putting comments on LinkedIn. Okay, for those of you listening on the podcast, if you think of your mobile phone now, look at a comment that you've made on someone's post. Yeah. Your image is actually the size of your little fingernail. Mm. Yeah. And if you've got a photo where you're stood up in front of your product, no one's going to see who you are. And that's why the face is so, so important. So the next thing you need to worry about on your um, on your um, profile is your headline. Now, again, I've put some slides up and I do apologize if you're listening on the podcast, but you can always go and watch this uh, on the YouTube channel. Um, mm. At the top, the top one there, okay? That's what I am. I'm the owner at Full Cup Coaching. I've set up my own business. I've called it Full Cup Coaching. I'm the owner. And that is the default that most people end up with on LinkedIn. Okay. It's not yeah. telling you absolutely anything about what I do. Uh, if you start Googling Full Cup, okay, you're going to get all kinds of things to do with um, bras and, and lingerie. Okay. So Full <laughs> Cup co Full Cup Coaching really doesn't tell you what I do. The next the next one down is business coach and LinkedIn trainer. Now, I don't know about you, but the last person I'm going to click on is a LinkedIn trainer or a business coach. So I'm going to start repelling people. So what I've done is I've come up with a headline that is intriguing and is totally different to many other people on LinkedIn. Okay. And so therefore, I've got my headline is, I'm the 15-minute guy getting you loving LinkedIn in just 15 minutes a day. And I actually get people connect with me because they've seen a comment that I've done on someone else's post and they read my headline and they look at my headline and they go, wow, that's interesting. And they click on it. And when they click on it, they come to my profile. Mm -hmm. and what, do, what do they see when they get to my profile? They see my banner. And my banner tells you straight away what I do. And those are the three key things that you have to do um, when you're on LinkedIn. Okay. So fantastic photo, a brilliant headline and a banner that absolutely tells people what you do. Um, I live by the seaside. I've got loads of photographs of the, the coastline and stuff like that. And I see a lot of banners with people with their coastline or, or, or where they live or something like that. If I had that on my banner, you wouldn't know what I did. What use is that? It's it's mm. think of LinkedIn as your own personal web space, your own advertising placard, okay, and put it in the banner. 
you don't need to pay somebody 1500 quid to do a really well-designed banner all you need is some words on there that tell people what you do and literally and part of my training i give people the tools in which to do that but at the end of my workshops everybody can book 15 minutes with me obviously um but they can book 15 minutes with me and and i've gone in with some people that, that just don't want to do this you know it's a little bit different using canva and, and coming up with ideas and in, in 15 minutes we knock out a banner that is a thousand percent better than the banner that they've got yeah yeah excellent excellent stuff so that gets people um started on their journey on linkedin and you you say like spending 15 minutes on there a day what are, what are those particular habits centered around right okay what you've got to do is you've got to you know when you come into your emails and you've got like seven emails and you clear them all down and you've got an empty email box yeah it just makes yeah. us feel calmer and, and, and easier so if you go into linkedin and do do, do the basics first and and, and what, what you've got to be doing is going in and um you've got a at the top of, of linkedin you get all these little red dots and things like that and they're they're the things that you've got to be doing every day okay so go in and make sure you do all of those now the main one there to look at is the notifications linkedin will push things to you all right and those things are things like patrick celebrating a work anniversary melvin's got a new job yeah yeah now, do you know the average number of birthday cards the average person receives in the UK on their birthday? Yeah, Higher or lower, Patrick? Do you know what? <laughs> I, I'm wondering if it's actually lower. It's days, a lot. It? It's a lot lower. It's a lot lower. You must have loads of friends and you're very popular, Melvin. He is. He is. He's like a it, megastar. It was my birthday a few weeks ago and I, I did get actually a dozen. Yeah, but the average, okay, so you're you're doing three times more than the average. The average is four. Average it's, is four. Yeah, the average is four. Yeah, isn't that well, sad? I suppose that's modern technology has made us so we can just text what, people happy what, birthday. What, but but we don't even do that. We don't even do that. So if you see someone pop up on LinkedIn saying uh, LinkedIn has said, oh, it's it's Melvin's birthday, and you send a personalized message, you can send video through your phone. Um, using LinkedIn, wishing them a happy birthday, then how do you think that person is feeling if they've only had four cards that day? Well, LinkedIn drives you mad. I mean, I got over 300 happy birthdays. Yeah, well, there you go. That's 300. <laughs> that's 300 opportunities today, well, Melvin. I must count after that. That's 300 opportunities for you to start a conversation. Yeah, well, well it's because I've started the conversations that they came through. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that magical? That is fantastic. And people don't realize the benefits and the, you know, the plus points that go with that. Yeah. And I, I'm not going to send a birthday. I'm not going to send a birthday message to all the, of, of those 300, but i tell you what, there's one in there that I spoke to six months ago that said they'd be interested in some LinkedIn work. I'm going to wish them a happy birthday today. Yeah. Um, what, what happens? Oh, thanks, Ashley. I'm glad you messaged me today. I've been meaning to get back to you about that LinkedIn training we were talking about. Yeah, listen, when I get the opportunity, I wish anyone and everyone happy birthday, even if I haven't spoken to them for four years. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the beauty of those notifications. So if we go in every day, we're yeah. going to see that. So that's 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 point one. Go in and clear all your all your red dots. Um, if you've got 
people that want to connect with you, don't just ignore them, as in don't look at it. Check them out. This Melvin Twitchit guy, what does he do? I'm sorry, Patrick Twitchit guy. What does he do? Oh, he's interesting. I will connect with him. Hi, Patrick, and send a message. Hi, Patrick, thank you so much for reaching out. I've looked at your profile. I see that you do this, this, and this. Let's have a conversation. You know, if you're open to conversations, maybe we can have a quick 15-minute Zoom. All yeah. those sorts of things, yeah? And yeah. and so so that that's the other thing you should be doing. If I look at that and if Patrick twitch it, why is he connecting with me? Hit the ignore button and then he'll go away and he'll clear out of my box, yeah? yeah? Patrick is not going to get a message from LinkedIn saying, do you know what, Patrick, that Ashley Leeds who you wanted to connect with, he doesn't like you. Nothing, <laughs> nothing will happen. So hit that, hit that ignore button and that's it. And it's done. So that's the first thing is do those red dots every day. The next thing to do is if you go into LinkedIn, if you click on um, uh, at the top where it says me and view through my profile and you scroll down your profile, it says people who viewed you. So you can actually see who's actually viewed you. It's under activity. Yeah. And basically with the free version, you can see the last five people that have looked at your profile. Okay. Look at those people. Ashley Leeds has looked at my profile today, Melvin. Okay. Who's Ashley Leeds? I'm going to click on him and have a look. Oh, he does that. He's looking at me because maybe he wants me to help him with what I do. I'm going to connect with him because he would be very useful in my network. Hi, Ashley. Notice that you looked at my profile. I hope that you're able to find everything that you wanted. If not, uh, please let me know. Why don't we connect and you'll be able to see more of my content? Why isn't he going to connect with me now? It's a nice message. It's an open message. I'm not saying let's connect and I can sell you all my stuff. It's a nice little message. And that person is, is very likely to connect with you because they've already been checking you out. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. the second thing to do is monitor those views. And, and what I say to people is if you monitor them, and write that number down every day, you will see that that number go up over time because you're doing stuff that's purposeful. What we want people to do, we want people to look at our profile. And so what we need to be doing, we need to be commenting on posts. So go on someone's post, put a nice comment, add some value, and then someone sees the post and then they see underneath, oh, Ashley's added some value. Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, 15 minute guy, I'm gonna click on that. And then they're viewing my profile. They view my profile. They might see a few things and, and take some of my free resources and then that's fine. Or they might look at me and go, oh, LinkedIn trainer, don't want LinkedIn trainer. And off they go. That's absolutely fine. And so that's what you need to be doing. You need to be getting doing activity. So comments so that people go and look at your profile. Cool. Cool. And then that's feeding the algorithm what it wants to see as well, isn't it? So it's sort of going, okay. I, I assume that's then saying, okay, this person's doing what we want them to do. Let's spread their reach a little bit further. Yeah, absolutely. That they're helpful. They're adding value. People are reacting to their content. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's no good um, just going in once a week and just having a little flick and then coming out again because you're not leaving. You're not yeah, leaving a footprint. I've got yeah. an interesting question for you, Ashley. So there's a person out there who obviously is not like you and Patrick, who basically has multiple business interests rather than singular business interests. 
when you're coaching people like that, is there a different methodology or is it the same methodology? It's exactly the same methodology. It's all about the consistency, Melvin. Um, it's all about being, um, whatever you do on LinkedIn, you, the, the main thing you're doing is you're being front of mind. Yeah, but is it about being you or is it about being the business? No, it's about being you. Perfect. Remember what I said, people buy from people yeah. who they know, who they like and who they trust. Um, I, I went on, I went on holiday, um, middle of May. Okay. Um, I can't think, I think, I can't think what, what happened, but anyway, we went on holiday and I really needed a holiday. I didn't realize I needed a holiday until I got really close to going on holiday and I, I wasn't too keen on booking it, but anyway, we booked the holiday and I said to my wife, I said, look, we're going to go on holiday and I can't not take my phone, but I will not do any social media for a week. I didn't tell anybody that I was going to go on holiday. I'm a little bit wary that, you know, people are always oh, on holiday. I'm going to go and nick all his guitars. Um, so, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't advertise the fact I engineered it so that I could still do my weekly newsletters that I do. Um, but I went away for a whole week and I was off the platform for a whole week. When I came back, it was still there. Yeah. My views had gone down, but they soon came back up. But I had several messages from people. Ashley, are you okay? I haven't seen you on LinkedIn for a while. Isn't that beautiful? Mm. Um, so, so people notice yeah. if you're not around, but 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 because I'm I'm always around. But if you're not around, people aren't going to notice you, and that is the key thing with 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 anything that we do in life. And this is why this is why I say about relating LinkedIn activity to your network meetings. Yeah, you you speak to people, you go to networking meetings and, and, and there's there's always one guy um, that's always at all the networking meetings and everybody knows that guy. Yeah. Why do they know that guy? Because that guy is at every single networking meeting. OK, you get other people at networking meetings and they go and stand in the corner by the coffee machine and just shiver and quake in their boots. All right. They don't turn around and talk to anybody. They don't say hello to anybody and then they go away. And they might try it next time and do exactly the same thing and then say, right, networking meetings don't work. Yeah, that is the same with LinkedIn. Yeah, you want to be yeah. that guy that everybody says, oh, he's at all the networking meetings. You've got to pull them away from that thing. You know, sometimes there's a little bit of, uh, how can I say, a little bit of uh, initiative needs to be taken. But obviously, to get that person to pick up uh, and message you, Ashley, that's much more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And 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 this is this is where I I, I had I had the most incredible um, testimonial yesterday. Just go and check out my profile. It's from a lady called Emma James, and basically she was bemoaning her thoughts about LinkedIn. And I've totally changed her life this week, which is just an incredible thing to be able to do. Um, and, and so she's now telling people that she knows feel like she did. And I think that's the thing is, is sort of like if you know anybody that is a little bit shy, worried, scared, anxious, then connect them to me. Um, you, if you go into messages in LinkedIn, you can add a couple of people. And I had a message yesterday from somebody else. Um, Hi, Ashley. 
meet Sally, Sally, Ashley, Ashley, Sally. Um, she needs a bit of help with LinkedIn. Can I leave you two to get on with it? And I just sent her a message. Hi, Sally. Um, yeah, lovely to meet you. Um, I think the first thing we need, need to do is just have a little chat. Here's a link for you to book some time in my diary and let's do that. And, 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 and it, it is that simple. It is that simple. So if you could see somebody cowering in the corner, I'd love to have a chat. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So that sort of gives people um, a good daily habit to, to then build off of. And, and of course, then there's creating your own posts, which is surprising, actually, the number of people that are on LinkedIn. And I know there's loads of fake profiles, so we can't go by their overall number because, I mean, you know, there's Darth Vader's on there, there's Yoda on there, there's Captain Kirk's on there, I think, you know. And, and quite a few John Smiths and John Doe's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. But out of their audience, and I know, um, I think it's something like there's less than 25% of LinkedIn users are actually active. I think that was a... It's, it's 10 it's, it's less than 10%. 10% oh 10, 10 of LinkedIn users are active. Wow. And yeah. And then a percentage of them will actually 10, post. 10%. 10%. Because, wow. So basically 1% of people on LinkedIn are actually creating their own content. Now that's, that's really powerful. When I look at the SSI score on LinkedIn, the LinkedIn SSI score, it always says, you know, you're, you're, you're 1% or 2% in your field. And that, yeah. this, is, this is why, isn't it? It's not difficult to be 1% in your field. In fact, well, I, I work a lot with accountants and bookkeepers. And when I have an accountant and a bookkeeper on my workshop, I tell them at the beginning of the week, if you do what I say, by the end of the week, you may be in the top 1% of the accounting industry. Yeah. And that is in that is in a week, Patrick. Wow. The, the biggest failing that I've witnessed personally which is where people like you will score actually is the fact that when you want to connect with somebody asks you would you like to send them a message and pretty much every time and most yeah. people just press connect and don't send a message and it's a huge mm. failing on everyone's part and i've only learned this myself only in the last few years but the fact that you don't send that message is a kind of negative to the to the let's say to any future communications of work yeah and i've learned to do this now and i've had immense success but i don't know everything i mean talking to you is inspiring and talking to you with your experiences is you know it's, it's awakening and you know i don't know what your charges are but i certainly think that you know there's great value here thank you that's very kind of you um th th this 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 thing about connection, connection requests, requests. When you, when walk, you into, walk into into a bar or something like that, you don't go up to somebody and, and and not talk to them. You introduce yourself. You say hello. You're polite, and that's why I that's why I suggest you send a connection request with your LinkedIn message. When, you know when you yeah. when you connect, it's yeah. just it's just polite, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think not only is it polite, it's like business dating. I mean, you know, if you're going to go and try and chat somebody up, you know, you're not going to do it silently, are you? No. No. So the thing is, is that the same principles apply and the fear should then go out the window because you're actually not actually in front of them. Yeah. You're actually on a screen. So, it, you know, the fear should go out the window, but people seem to have incredible fear tapping in a message. I don't know what that, I don't, I don't know the psyche there. Well, I think I, there's, there, there's that fear of rejection, isn't there? 
which is in every yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's a, that's a strong yeah. part, isn't it, Ashley? And and it's I could say hello, Melvin. I'm Patrick. I'd really like to connect with you. And then there's that fear that yeah, no, respond. And but also there's there's the other end of the spectrum, which I know you two will understand, is when they don't just send a simple connection request. Hi, Ashley. It'd be really great to get to know you as a person, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But hello, I'm Patrick, and I I work with businesses, and I do this, and I do that, and I think I I can really help you. Um, the spammy introductory messages um, are much to be avoided. I would assume you preach from your pulpit. Absolutely, absolutely. It's not a pulpit. It's not a pulpit. But but yeah, your lectern. Your lectern. Yeah, you're you're, you're right. I, I like to think of it as a stage because. You, you, yeah. yeah, but uh, you're, you're a listen. You're a stand-up presenter. That's another thing on on on, on these Zoom or whatever called. People don't realise. I mean, I'm sat down, but actually, when I get the capacity to do it, I want to be in a position where I'm stood up, and being able to convey better because obviously when you're standing up you can convey better and obviously you are a performer i i, I noted that you're a musician etc and obviously the guitars are a bit of a giveaway but <laughs> no but you are actually i don't know what, to what level but you're actually a, you know a performer in your own right but the fact of the matter is is that you know you want to be stood and you want to be stood proud yeah do, 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 do the superman pose it says everything but this is what we do in real life isn't it melvin we go into this networking meeting we walk in we don't no. come in and sit down straight away <laughs> Listen, put, put the spotlight on and i'm there and yeah. patrick's, patrick's not you know much different he's a bit more of a silent kind of you know the unknown uh you know you, you don't know what's going to come out from patrick but then all of a sudden it, it, an explosion happens and you think my god i never knew he could do any of that but, but but the thing is, is that you know everyone's different. I mean, we got a friend called David Roylance, who I'd like to mention in this podcast because he's a stand-up presenter and and a, and a coach of, of of women who are obviously having problems, you know, with with their jobs and job profiles in business. And you know, he stands just like you and conveys the message with dynamics, and it's really really lovely. And I, you know, I, could, I I take my hat off to you guys because at the end of the day it's what you see is what you got and what yeah you absolutely absolutely and it echoes in the training doesn't it yeah and and and, and this is it's all about the, the no like and trust there's going to be people watching this thinking who is he stood up doing this this and this great i don't want to work with you i really don't want to work with you but there's other people watching this and going, this guy this is great i really want to catch up with him yeah. and and guess what we are going to get on yeah we well, are no, so no, going no, to get on no like no like and trust actually is something that resonates with patrick and i yeah, absolutely. We, we know where that's preached from. And obviously, it's something that goes back centuries, but there's a certain organisation that really bring that on big time that you mentioned earlier, of which Patrick is no longer involved with, but I still am. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you don't have that, you don't have anything. No, no. No, no absolutely not. Absolutely and, and, it, not. And, it's, and it's using these platforms to actually illustrate that to people. Yeah. And, and 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 even after just a short time of doing what I'm doing, I am getting direct messages from people saying, I've seen this, I've seen that. How do I work with you? Yeah. Um and, and, yeah, and it, 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 it is it is incredible. It is incredible. <clears throat> that's lovely. So come on, let's do the nitty-gritty bit. How does it work with you, Ashley? How do people obviously they're gonna connect with you? And obviously Patrick will ask you for some details, no doubt very soon. But at the end of the day, 
what's the deal? How do they work with Ashley? All right. Okay. So look, I make it dead easy. It's 15 minutes a day for a week. All right. The next 15 minute course I've got, I think it's the 15th of, of September. I'm trialing on the 19th of August, one session. And I'm going to do the whole week in 90 minutes. I'm going to see how that works. Um, the, the reason I do 15 minutes a day is because it's dead easy to do. I do it normally. And every now and again, I do a midday one, but I do it normally at quarter to nine. So at 8.45, you come into a Zoom room and I cap it at 15 people. So there's 15 people in the Zoom room and I go through my slides. So on day one, we'd look at the very basics of yeah. what you should be doing every day, the, the red dots and things like that and why we should be on LinkedIn. Yeah. And then I give you a little bit of homework. And then each day you get a little bit of homework. Yeah. I use a platform and you can go in there and all the resources are in there. What I also do is everybody in that Zoom room is now in a chat box within LinkedIn. Yeah. And I call you your cohort number. So my September one will be cohort 23. So that's 23 sessions I've done training 15 people at a time. Go in this chat box. So if you've got any questions, absolutely anything, put them in there and I will answer them. Okay. Now it might just be a quick two word answer. It might be that I got to go and record a video to explain that, or it might be that I've already recorded a video and I send you the link. Okay. So by the next day you come back in and we do the next thing and we do this. Yeah. And then you've got some more homework and then we come in the next day and they've still got the chat and then the next day. And then on Friday we finish and everyone goes away. At the end of that workshop, you can book a 15 minute call with me and I will go through absolutely anything you want to go through that we've covered for the week. Okay. I take a screenshot at the beginning of the week and I compare it at the end of the week when we have our catch up to remind you how far you've come. Yeah. Because what happens is, right, you come on LinkedIn, you come on to LinkedIn training and you see this guy in his yellow T-shirt bouncing around the screen and think, oh, I can't ever be that good. But I'm, you're not comparing you with me. You're comparing you with you yesterday, last week, last month, last year. Yeah. And, and so by the end of that week, and this is the thing, so you want to write this down because this is where the guarantee comes in. By the end of the week, you will have more views to your profile. Yeah. You will have a better optimized profile. You will have a higher SSI score. All right. But the final thing, is you will start to have a love for LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. All right, because I believe if you love something, then you're going to do it more. Absolutely. And if I don't deliver those four things, I will give you your money back. And even, even by the beginning of the first session, people realize that they're not going to be claiming their money back because they, they already get value out the first day. You can't say fairer than that. This collective that you've got on the screen for that week, are they all intercommunicating? Are you encouraging them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's that's the whole idea of the that's the whole idea. Of, that's yeah. the whole idea of the chat box because then they start helping each other. Because someone will go, Oh, I've just done my banner. What do you think? And then they go, Oh, it's really good. Oh, why don't you change the font to a little bit bigger? Because I can't quite read it. I love that orange. It's just brilliant it, it is just incredible and by the end of the week we're all firm friends it is just I, I you can see my face i love it i look forward to the week that i do it it's hard work 
because I am absolutely on it. And you can imagine what I'm like 50 minutes every morning. But it is just a joy. And to think that after 56 years, I've actually found something that I thoroughly enjoy doing. It's just magical. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And I would assume, Melvin, that that brings us to a point where um, we're, we're finished talking on that matter. Um, that, that makes you very happy. I, I mean, just purely, <laughs> you know, seriously, uh, Patrick, I mean, obviously, Ashley's a very interesting chap, and he's obviously got huge amounts of energy and, and adrenaline and enthusiasm and what have you, but he's also a musician, and I'm curious. So, obviously, it's not, you know, it's like anything, and, you know, it's not all about what you do, it's about who you are. Yes. And what your passions are, and so on and so forth. So, Aside of this, I'm still guessing that even though you're at 56 years, you found your your niche. I'd still say, is music still a huge passion? Oh my, oh my, my, yeah, my my music drives my wife mad. Um, I've always, always sung, guys. Um, I was in the school choir, I was in the church choir, and um, once the kids were a little bit older, I went, I, I started doing more performing, and I went into panto, so I've, I've played every part you can in, in pantomime sung on stage been in front you know up on stage and doing all of that and i just fancied being in a band in a rock band and i saw in in a local shop window uh we're looking for a singer i thought i go along you know I've never sung in a band before but but i can sing and um, because because i'm used to performing on stage then I think I might be a pretty good front man. You know, you're, you're, you're Robbie Williams, you're Freddie Mercury, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're, you're Mick Jagger. Um, so I went along for the audition, got the, got the job. I was in a band. Oh my goodness. That first ever gig that I did, I remember it now. And, and, and it, it was just incredible. And, and you're, you're up there. People are down here and they are singing along, they're dancing, they're having a fantastic time. And the best bit about being in the band, not in the panto, in a panto, you get a round of applause at the end of the show. Yeah. When you're in a band, you get a round of applause after every single song. And it is, and it's instant. You, even, if, even if they're not dancing, you look around the room and you can see people tapping, nodding, singing along to the, it's just amazing. So, so I was in a band, then we moved. So I had to get into another band and then, so and I, I do rock. Yeah. So rock and pop. So, you know, Robbie, Robbie Williams, Queen, Jagger, all those sorts of things that we do. Um, and I th thought, wouldn't it be interesting to do something on an acoustic way? So I met up with a guy called Will Vine. Now Will Vine um, is an incredible musician um, and he writes a lot of his own songs and he plays on acoustic guitar and my guitar teacher, it's, it's a distant relationship, a distant relation of his. And we had a chat and basically we formed a band. So he's called Will Vine. We formed a band called Vine and Dandy. Um, and, and so we, we went out. We've been playing together now for nearly 13 years. And on are, Friday... Are you, are you a duo? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So on, on Friday, we, we've got two gigs here in Sidmouth at the Folk Festival. The first one is, is, at, a, is a pub at three o'clock and it's, it, there's a proper stage and a proper sound man. And then the, the next gig is literally just up here um, in, in, a, in a pub called The Volunteer. And yesterday the council came out because one person complained about the noise from the pub and they've stopped them doing um, amplified music. Oh, and, no. and so she, she contacted me and said, we have to cancel. And I said, we can still do acoustic. So we are going there. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to do this acoustically. 
Yeah. So while I while I'm in the band, guys, I'm sort of like thinking. So people phone up, Ash, Ash, can you do this gig? Can you do that gig? And I go, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, of course. So I ring around, and the bass player can't play, or the drummer can't play, or or Will Will Will's babysitting, or whatever it is. All these excuses can't do the gig. I'm really sorry, can't do the gig. Oh, if you played guitar, Ash, you could do it on your own. So at age 42, 43, whatever it was, I bought myself this red guitar here with the white on it, and I started learning to play the guitar. During lockdown, I played it even more. And I actually started doing a gig every single lunchtime because we weren't allowed out. And I thought for three weeks, I could do a gig every day. And so I went onto my Just Dandy page. I go out as Just Dandy on Facebook and I did a gig and I was rubbish, but I did it. And then I did it the next day. And then I did it the next day. And then I did it the next day. And I did it for a hundred consecutive days, which, which, got me noticed by the local um, museum. They did a big uh, display on, lock, uh, on uh, lockdown heroes. Um, but what, that, what that's given me is the confidence in front of camera, which is why I'm quite happy stood here talking to you today. But it's also given me uh, a, a great big file. I had a file like that of songs that I knew. I've now got a ring binder of songs that I know. And, and, and I, I'm still doing that now. I still do uh, two gigs a week. So every Tuesday and every Thursday, I do a live gig. And what it's doing is it's giving me the confidence to play. It's it's pushing me to learn new songs. It's pushing me to 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 do all of that. And so this week during Folk Week, I I did a gig at the Folk Festival on my own as a solo artist. So yeah, music is a real passion. And today, um, I'm supposed to be doing a live gig. I'm planning to do it on the seafront and busk, and and I'll go live to my to my channel as well. So yeah. <laughs> So wish you, I bet you wish you didn't ask that, that question now, but yeah, I am passionate no, because, about music. Not at all, because I, uh, in through lockdown, I follow a few musicians. Uh, one is a guy called Rick Wakeman you might have heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another one is a guy called Steve Hackett you may have heard of. And obviously through lockdown, on occasion, they were doing odd uh, broadcasts of various acoustic or piano situations, depending on obviously their skill set. And you know, I just loved it. And I think people like you and others, it's an inspiration because people like me, speaking for me, I can't talk to Patrick. I mean, I'm tone deaf and useless. You know, I, I couldn't pick up a flute or, you know, I was terrible at the recorder, but it's, it's such a lovely skill to, 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 to have. And obviously you've developed that in your mid years, which is quite, you know, also an achievement. And this is about achievements. And the point I wanted to get out there in this podcast is about wanting to achieve. And it's, you know, it's, you have to take that inspiration on board. It's it's. The, I, I, I had a method in my madness with the question. No, no, it's a great it's a great question, and 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 I'm going to throw it straight back at you, Melvin. You're never too old to learn the, to play no. the guitar, and and, and this is what I did. So I bought a really cheap one because I didn't want to invest loads of money, and then realised that it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was. And my friend Ray taught me my first ever song, and it was "Knocking on Heaven's Door," and it re- literally is three chords, and they're dead easy chords. And, and within an afternoon, I could play and sing a song yeah. on my guitar. And I sort of like, right. And and and, and you, you you see these people. And so there was times where I sort of like see someone playing. I'd go out with Will and I'd watch him. And I'd go, really? And I'd sort of like, I'm going to give up. But you don't. You just keep no. going. And it's a little bit. It's a little bit every day. You know, 15 minutes a day. That's 65 hours of practice I've done in a year. Yeah. But I'm I was doing... 30 minutes a day for 100 days that's that's loads of hours isn't it that's, that's 50 hours of practice oh gotcha i i was only gonna get better well there's a song there somewhere isn't there yeah i would have thought so <laughs> <laughs> but the fact of the matter is i open my big club quite a lot and the thing is is that for 
decades now, I've said, I'm going to learn to play the drums. Drums is my thing because I love tapping. And I met a guy called Gary O'Toole, who uh, was the drummer for the Steve Hackett Band in the Genesis Revisited Tour. And I spent a bit of time with him. We were on a ship at the time. We were doing a rock cruise. And it was phenomenal. And he said, come and I'll train you. And I've never taken him up on the offer. But I tell you what, after today, I'm going to do it. Oh, brilliant, man. Oh, that's oh, superb. That is superb. Hey, you've got your backing so drummer now, Ashley. Yeah. Well, <laughs> don't don't joke. Don't joke, Melvin. Um, I saw. No, a, I'm, a, I'm, I, be, I'm being I'm being deadly serious. Yeah. So so yeah, you can be my backing drummer because I saw a, I saw a duo this week, um, at the anchor, which is where we're playing uh, tomorrow at three o'clock, and it, basically it's one guy in guitar, and a drummer, and and they were they were brilliant because they were just so different. So yeah, once you're up to speed, this is, mate. This is this is amateur stuff, and I, I mean I like progressive rock, as you can probably gather. But the fact of the matter is, is that the drum sets there, and obviously the beat is a very, very difficult beat, you know, because they're, they're playing it all ridiculous, in and out of kind of timing situations, and it, it fascinated me. You know, so it fascinates me to this day, and you know, even if I get halfway there, I'll be, I'll be very happy that I've achieved something, and I talk about it and talk about it, and now, you know, it's time to stop talking. Now, absolutely, Patrick, and it's recorded. It's recorded. It's been so, recorded, but more yeah. important, Patrick, what's your challenge? Sorry? What will be your challenge, Patrick? What do you mean, my challenge? I'm not taking up an instrument now. And <laughs> no. start that. I, I, I just stick to karaoke, mate, and I just jump up there and have a go. So. <laughs> no, no, listen, I think these things are phenomenal, and, you know, and they are character-changing. Yeah, but, absolutely. You know, but, but, but going back to our LinkedIn, so is that. If people get it right, people listen, and people take it on board and do the processes, get into the habit. I think is the right it, it is the habit and i call my workshop the linkedin daily habit workshop yeah 15 minutes a day that's all you need to do there you go patrick because obviously this is, this is a very big passion for me personally as well and this has been a phenomenal chat really enjoyed it i know you've already mentioned people messaging you on linkedin is there is there a preferred way you would like people to get in touch with you if someone's listening to this today and say, I want to get hold of that Ashley Leeds guy. What's the best way that you prefer them to contact you? Well, if you Google me, um, my LinkedIn profile comes up straight away. So that you, can't okay. not you can't not find me. But yeah, I am in LinkedIn all the time unless I'm on holiday. But but yeah, so uh, please, please get in touch on LinkedIn. Uh, I've got a premium account um, and I've set the settings so that anybody can send me a message. So you don't even need to connect to me to set me a message. Okay. Right. So so I'm as cool. I'm as open as I can be. Um, on my on my contact details, my phone numbers there, my websites are there. There's no excuse for you not to find me. And and, and I I love well, you know I love talking to people. <laughs> Fantastic. I know Melvin's going to tell me off for, for being too long as normal, but, but Melvin, Melvin interjected quite a bit there, didn't he? Actually? No, no, no. This, this is this, 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 no, no. But this has been a bit more. <laughs> we've been a bit more personable here, Patrick, and you know the the, the, the the fits right. And when you do the edit, you know you'll you'll, you'll do the appropriate thing, but it all fits. It does indeed. It does. Indeed. I, I can I've just looked at the time, guys. <laughs> we, we've gone over my my normal fifteen minutes, but it's been an absolute blast having a chat with you two today. It's been terrific. It's been terrific. <laughs>
<laughs> Excellent. So it's uh, without further ado, it's a goodbye from me, Patrick Twitchy, and a goodbye from me, Melvin Manning. And, and a goodbye and a, from our great guests. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Cheerio. I'm Ashley. <laughs> Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye. Bye bye. Right. To continue to listen out, listen up, and listen in to the case broadcast, do hit the subscribe button to receive reminders of all our new episodes.